Today Bible Podcast, the podcast for the Kardashian connoisseur. Yeah, I agree. So we record on Zoom. I press record and it just says recording has commenced. I don't even know if they say And it, like, there's a pop-up that says, like, are you okay with being recorded? And I have to push the button. So oh. I just I wish, want to make sure everyone knows that I consent. I wish on our, on everyone's side, there was, like, a countdown. Like, yeah. three, well, two. I don't remember what the laws are other places, but part of that whole thing with Taylor Swift and Kanye when Kim, like, cla- clapped back at him or whatever, mm. was because in California you only need one way, like, awareness. Of, oh, okay. At least at the time. I don't remember. I Yeah, not a law expert. To, I haven't taken the baby bar. But I remember that coming up. It was, like, you could – the both parties didn't have to consent to being recorded or something. Yeah. Like that. that was, like, a whole thing. When Kim was, like, I heard you say this, Taylor, and, like, blah, blah, blah. Well, fucking Linda Tripp and Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's, I don't know if the rules change or if it's different in different states, but like, I just, I think it's funny in the context of our podcast, because I remember that moment on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Speaking of which, did you watch that series on FX? The, I don't know what they called it, but the Monica Lewinsky, the oh, Ryan Murphy. the one with Beanie Feldstein. Yeah. Oh, like, uh, it's like a Ryan Murphy one. I didn't yeah. watch it. I feel like it was too weird. Like, it is. It is it's very. Like, it was so, like. We were way too young to even be like oh so young that I was like googling while I was watching like what the fuck happened like I didn't remember yeah obviously and it was just like it was just a different time there wasn't social media and so right. it was like the internet like was new second grade and like our teachers are like talking about whether or not the president like got a blowjob <laughs> some girl like it the was president's being impeached yeah I, 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 think I was, like, like I love Ryan Murphy but sometimes his stuff's like the one he did with OJ and the Kardashians, you know, that one was pretty hard to watch, too, because it was, like, the same thing. Like, generationally, for us, I think it's just, like, it's surreal. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Like, um, the one he had, with it was, like, Betty White and Joan Cock. Betty White. Was that her name? Joan Crawford. And oh, yeah. Betty somebody. It's not White. but Betty you know, Davis? Yeah, Betty Davis. Thank you. Yeah. That was good. I don't know. I enjoy, like, time pieces like that, but... I don't know, maybe so because I just sit in front of the TV with my computer Googling, like, what happened with like, us? Beanie is really young. Like, she played Monica, and I love yeah. her. Jonah Hill's little sister, and she has the same birthday as me. Nice. Uh, but so, like, I think the point of that series is to, like, reintroduce a different audience to those points in history and maybe, like, reveal some stuff that wasn't, like, in the light before. Absolutely. It's, like, for us, it was, like, we were, like, living in it when we were, like, kids, and it was weird, and it was, like, this tabloid era. So I, like, I I had a hard time watching the one about OJ. So then watching (laughs) the Monica one, I was, like, I never got around to it because it's just intense. Like, it's, like, and I, yeah, and I think the way he tells the story with the OJ one, the, um, the Joan Crawford and then the Monica is like from how the women and everything was wrong, how the women were so wronged by the men yeah. in their industry or the men in general. It's much like right now I'm watching Pam and Tommy on Hulu. Oh, yeah. Same thing. It's, it's, I mean, I get people are like, well, Pam Anderson didn't give consent for this Hulu show. And it's a show about consent. I'm like, yeah, well, it's not, it's really shows her in the best light. Like it shows her how like yeah. she was like fucked by everyone around her, around including her, her husband. Like a leech. Yeah. And yeah. like the whole like nostalgia porn thing, like Pam, yeah. Pam and Tommy come up a ton, mm-hmm. including our girl, 
Kim did her Halloween costume and stuff. And Miss Jonathan girl. And it's like, yes, it's like a moment of nostalgia, but also their relationship was like really fucked up. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, ooh. Well, and you definitely see moments where you're like, girl, fucking dump Tommy. What's going on? Yeah. So I think it they do a decent job of being like, you know, Pam was violated. No one around her understood. Not even Tommy. Tommy was just kind of like, eh, whatever. And she yeah. even like says like, you're going to look cool. I'm going to look like a whore. And da, da, da. so, I mean, if you do, if you guys do watch these, this is the point of view they're telling the story from, but uh, yeah, I don't know why the fuck I brought that up. And <laughs> just, <laughs> I have no idea why we got here. My bad. I was telling Kathleen before we start recording that I really thought this was going to be a nice, easy show. We don't have much to talk about. Then I started writing my notes and I have like one, two, three, four, five, six, really seven points I could go over. Definitely five. Uh, it, it was just like Kathleen reminded me it wasn't as, how did you explain it? Like, Kanye wasn't terrorizing us. Exactly. Kanye wasn't terrorizing us. He was still doing annoying things like he always does around these times of like releases that don't come on time and all this stuff. But like his insatiable like midnight like meme posts. Yeah. A little bit. Knock on wood. I don't even want to know if he's going to start doing it again. But so I feel like that like responding to that stuff gets so exhausting. Like we were talking about this last week where it's like you almost have to wait for to like accumulate and him to like take a nap and then be like, okay, let's assess because there was no break. Right, right. And there so, was a nice break. this week, you know, obviously we can talk about the Donda thing and like whatever else, but like he was at least distracted. He was not posting memes like every hour of the Hopefully day. Hopefully he's like, I got my point across. That's enough. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like we he get really it. Does. He like gets over stuff in like pretends it never happens and yeah. it's like or he'll get annoyed that someone brings it up and then he'll be like all right then i'm a two-year-old and i'm gonna throw this tantrum again you know so we yeah. don't know but it was nice this week was slightly wow. less terrorized than last week so i guess the best place to start is kind of where we ended last week so if you remember last week i was having my kim in the confessional finding out tristan cheated moment but I was Natalie recording and finding out Corey Gamble had cheated. So but we have to talk about this because this got weird. So Jason Lee, our Buckingham Palace correspondent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our, I, re- I really hope that he his source was Meghan Markle. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I might I'm get like, it's some random ass butler. <laughs> in the I might get like uh, t- wiretapped by the... The firm or whatever they call the royal family. But yeah, I'm like, if you think about it, like Megan literally used to act on like a cable TV show. Like she knows some of the people that like roll in the same circle. So maybe she Listen, was. Listen, Tyler Perry saved her from the palace. So anything's yeah. like impossible at this yeah. point. Uh, we're just joking because Jason Lee, who owns Hollywood Lock, which I, I've never imagined we'd be talking about him this much. Like the fifth week in a row, we brought him up. He broke the news that the queen died and he is not letting up. Like he is insistent that his sources are reliable and the queen is dead. And this was like two days ago or so. But uh, yeah, so like I said, Jason Lee, Buckingham Palace correspondent, posted on Hollywood Unlock, his blog, that Corey Gamble was caught uh, kissing a girl in the club. 
you probably didn't see it because it got mysteriously deleted. Like by the time I read that and was like, oh, it's a video too. It's not just like a report. It's a full on video um, and that picture of the girl. By the time we finished recording, that post was gone. It was no longer on Hollywood Unlocked. But you could find it in other, obviously he posted it. So people went and grabbed it. You could find it on other, uh, I think Gossip in the City posted it too. Anyway, so I found that interesting because remember we talked about how like Chris Jenner has called Jason Lee before and been like, I'll fuck your shit up. So I thought that was interesting. So I just kind of was like, okay, maybe Chris got on the line and was like, stop. So cut to maybe a day or two later, <laughs> Kanye uh, somehow gets a hold of the screenshot. Maybe someone on his team or one of the homies was like, oh, did you see this? He reposts it. But then he deletes it, and then he reposts just a regular picture of Corey and basically saying Corey has an agenda and we need to remove him, da 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 By the way, he is not removed because, Kathleen, I saw you bring some attention to the fact that Corey was in Miami with Chris, right? Yeah, so they got there was pictures of them getting off a plane, like, around the time of the Donda thing. So I don't know, like, I haven't spent that much time investigating it, mm-hmm. uh, but... Same they we were supposedly in Miami the same around the same time. And Scott was also there with their kids. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling, I have a little hunch that maybe they're filming something mm-hmm. or they offered to watch the kids while they go to the Donda thing or something. I don't fucking know. It's it's whatever. <laughs> but I think what's interesting is like I think with Chris and Corey, they probably have an open relationship. Oh, for sure. I That's what I've, I've assumed, and as long as it doesn't like, go public. Yeah, yeah. everybody knows. And Jason kind of, like, put that out to be like, mm, I have the upper hand, especially because he's been kind of, like, hanging out with Kanye. But what was especially annoying with Kanye's post, like, going – he, like, went off on Corey, and then he, like, talked about how great Chris was. And, like, he was just saying all this mm-hmm. stuff to defend Chris. I'm like, okay, you call this one Christian Un. <laughs> you have literally been terrorizing – her family for like the past several weeks and like this is a woman who's way too wound tight when it comes from a PR perspective so obviously she doesn't enjoy this so like the best way you could say that you're defending Chris is just like call her and be like I saw Corey with a girl you know yeah so it's like you're full of shit Kanye and I personally think I always thought it was weird that he was like so not into Corey when he first came around yeah and I think it has sadly with Kanye I think it has a lot less to do with his like pure intentions that somehow Corey has an agenda which he probably does I don't really care (laughs) but I think Kanye was always like threatened by him Mm -hmm. and like because the when he did the whole thing about Chris Jong-un he called Corey Kanye yeah yeah and like how people thought they looked the same and stuff and it was like (laughs) a weird thing like I think Kanye like as much as we want to give credit to when he gets mad, it always comes from a place of someone pissed him off. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know, like, what did Corey do? I have per- I'm not here to defend Corey. I'm sure, like, Chris is a mastermind. The, you know, devil works hard. Chris Jenner works harder. So they have some sort of agreement. Yeah, I'm sure Thickums can, like, go make out with people in the club and do his thing and then come home as long as it doesn't get messy. Like, yeah. but I, I, you know, we said this last week. I feel like Kanye always knows he's a master at this like tactic of like bring up something he knows people will get on his side. So it's like he could totally make it. He did this already. Make it seem like Corey was like a a coattail chaser or whatever you call it, or like a 
Clout chaser. Clout chaser. And it's like, what what are you trying to prove here? He's yeah, we're like, duh, we know. Like, yeah, like he's just like, he does that stuff on purpose because he knows how hard it is to argue with like, yeah, maybe Corey was trying to increase his status. Like, well, and yeah, also to your point, right. to your point to get under Chris's skin a bit. Yeah. Because it's um, not the way that Chris would have done it. Like, if you actually were like, oh, poor Chris, this, like, hero of the family, you wouldn't have <laughs> done and, it that And way. we might not be reading it right. That could have been pure fucking sarcasm yeah, on exactly. his part. <laughs> well, it's like, meanwhile, like, Corey was, like, Corey went with him to Trump Towers when mm-hmm. he was, like, going through his phase. Mm-hmm. Corey went with Tristan to the hookah bar. Mm-hmm. When he cheated on Chloe, when she was birthing a human being, and like Kanye just like texted Tristan to get the address for the baby birthday party or whatever. It's like the the like the perspective is always like a ten minute timeline. It's like, does this serve me? Like right now, I'm mad at everybody, so I'm gonna like if I see an opportunity of weakness and this family being messy, and Jason is like talking to him at these listening parties and stuff. He's like, I got this thing. He's like, all right, great. You know, it's just like, and I, I really think Kanye is getting these like screenshots from like random people. Right. That that DM him like, look at this. And are like, Hey, look at this. And he just is like, yeah. And it it drives Chris nuts, you know? Yeah. And I saw this thing on TikTok, this girl breaking it down in this way, which is so true. Well, first of all, there was this, uh, Chloe, when I, before I tell you the whole thing, Chloe had posted these pictures of Chicago. I had already noticed okay. there was a filter. I'd already been like, what's with the fucking filter? Like, I get it to a point where, the point where, like, Chloe probably wanted the filter on her. So by default, you just kind of sacrifice Chicago's face. I, that, I, that's what I feel it happened. I don't think Chloe, like, intentionally put the filter on this case. Like, I know they use filters, but in this instance... So Kanye reposted and said she looks way too grown, da-da-da-da, which I don't disagree with at all. It was weird. So the TikTok video was talking about how, like, this is part of where the cultural clash becomes between Kim and Kanye. Because it's like, Kim probably doesn't even understand the phrase, you look grown. Because that's really a real black phrase. Like, you look real grown. Um, But she also went on to say that Kanye... Even though he's dubbed Kim as his muse at one point, he looks down on her, really. And I thought that was such a great point that I hadn't really, like, put the pieces together. And I, my mind immediately went back to when he was talking about, my daughter will not be doing Playboy. And it was kind of like a weird, like, slut-shaming moment he had. Yeah. Like, it was like, very strange. And you're like, well, that's your wife. You married her knowing she did Playboy. So what is, what's well, the deal? Yeah. It's very, like, possessive, and it's, like, you know, one of our disciples pointed this out, that it's, like, the eye that gazes sexualizes a fucking child, you know, and it's, like, and then, but again, Kanye is, like, the master troll, where he finds an argument that people will get behind him, and it's the filter. It's, like, yes, God, how many times have I posted Chloe, stop fucking filtering babies. Like, I've said that a million times. But that's not what he said. He didn't say, don't use a filter on my kids. That's fucking weird. Or don't take pictures of my kids. That's fucking weird. He said language that's, like, really depressing. Like, she looks too grown. 
Like, well, it's really like old school. It's old school, like black people, like our aunts, uncles and grandmas will always be like, you look way too grown. Take that lipstick off. Or why are you wearing nail polish? You look way too grown. Why is her hair like this? So it's very like an old school. um, uh, Or as the TikToker said that, to your point, that black dads, I'm only saying black dads. Obviously, I know other dads probably do this. Slut shame, quote unquote, their daughters, right? It's only the daughters that get. The, the like oh why are you wearing like my well let me not say who it is but I know like a dad in my life well didn't want his daughter who by the way was like four wearing a two-piece bathing suit yeah and I'm like uh she's four I, you're the only one sexualizing this like well, and it's depressing and like you know yeah. obviously I can say as like I think it's important that that context you know that you can say as like culturally obviously this family is like out to lunch when it comes to like black culture and just like the differences yeah the differences yeah and but I think it's sad as like an outsider as someone who's like white like observing it it's like it we've talked about it before on the podcast like how much more black women get sexualized Mm -hmm, and like mm -hmm, demonized mm -hmm. for it and it's like Kanye has all the opportunity in the world to be the one to point that out yeah. And so him just saying it that way and like this messy Instagram post like terrorizes family, like didn't it didn't land. But he yeah. also knows he'll have people backing him up. It's like I wish he would have said, like, what's with the fucking filter? Exactly. Make the no. top topic the filter. Like, she looks grown is like also when you look at the other pictures, she's like a very like beautiful child. Like yeah. the filter really didn't do that much. And she's in like a Barbie t shirt and like hanging out with her aunt like there was nothing weird about the pictures and so it was like he just compounded the point because he wants people he knows people will hate on this family so it's like he could get riled up about it and it's like it just you just put your daughter on blast on the internet and like these screenshots are going to be googleable forever yeah you know and it's like I don't want to defend Chloe because I think she's a crazy person at many a times but it's like they were out getting like ice cream and and Chicago's wearing like a Barbie t-shirt and they're just doing whatever. Like it really yeah. wasn't that weird. And if he wanted to make the point, it could have been a much more like deep point. Or just say, don't filter my fucking baby. Slash baby. Like, just text weird. your family. Like we don't yeah. need to know. As, as yeah. the public, like, we don't need to know. He's causing his children more harm by like putting this into like the canon of like the feud the family feud no one wins when the family feuds as his friendish jay-z once said <laughs> friend of me <laughs> friend of me so yeah um but anyway thickums is i feel thickums is here to stay i don't really think chris would be moved by this like i said i like kathleen said actually i feel like they've have some type of arrangement where like you do you we have we have our thing. If you're out and about and you want to make out or hook up, you go ahead. I mean, at 60 something, goddamn seven, damn near 70, I just wouldn't give a fuck either. I've been married twice. <laughs> busy. I'm busy. busy. I'm tired. Just She's whatever. like 40. You can't keep, he, she cannot keep up with this 40 year old. I feel like it was a drive. Test. Like Jason probably even talked to Kanye beforehand. It was like, I have this thing. Do you think I could piss Chris off? And Kanye was probably like, or whatever. <laughs> And then Chris was just like, mm, Jason, take that down. 
He was like, yeah. okay. Like, and that was probably, like, the end of it. It was just, like, a test. And Chris was like, I don't really care, but also, like, I can ruin your life. And he was like, all right, never mind. I'm going to report on the queen. Right. Well, never mind. You know what? The queen's Honestly, dead. Honestly, probably the queen is dead. I don't know. Oh, she's probably been dead for weeks, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it's like when her husband died, and I feel like they, like, propped him up, and that's See, because remember he like had heart surgery. And I'm like, who the fuck gets heart surgery at like 90? You know, fucking well, like, I get that like world leaders like passing away is like it affects like global economies and there's a strategy, mm-hmm. but it's like the royal family has so much mess. I don't believe a single fucking thing they ever say. So yeah, well, and it's such a terrible story. Heart surgery. I would not yeah. believe you're getting a ninety-something-year-old man heart and surgery. Like, Lizzie, bless your heart. Like you're old. Like it's just weird that they're so like insistent upon making it like I don't know. Sue the pants off of Jason Lee. I don't care. But like to come out and be like she's fine. She can't wait to come back after COVID. I'm like. What if he just said nothing? Because right, like, just say nothing. Any day now, like yeah, I mean yeah, because she supposedly <laughs> had COVID. I mean she's older, and it's just Jason Lee. I like you said, I probably wouldn't even like, respond. Just, just like whatever, like. <laughs> and he's like, I'm waiting for an official word from the palace. Like you'll be waiting for a while. But I really, I like, I really love the idea that I know that somewhere him and Meghan Markle like have similar friends. Not gonna, uh-huh. I'm not going to say that Meghan Markle threw him a direct bone because I think she's on to bigger things. But someone who knows Meghan Markle yeah. might be in Jason's ear. Send this to Jason. Send this to Hollywood Unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> the queen's dead. But he had like no details. He was just like, the queen's dead. dead. Bye. <laughs> I like, I kind of, I love hate that sometimes right, right. these things cross over and like, this is another thing. I don't even know if we want to bother dealing with it in today's podcast, but <laughs> with the whole like Britney Spears conservative shit mm-hmm. and Lou Taylor like overlapping with the Kardashians, it's just like, I'm like, how big is the world? Like, <laughs> why do these things keep connecting? I think I felt like, like that with Kanye and Kim first got together. Yeah. Like, what the like, fuck? What? what did y'all mean? And then they got engaged at the ballpark when I worked at the ballpark. Like, I was like, why? Why? Why are all these things connecting? Like, I'm just a person oh who my likes God. to look at the internet. I Let's don't talk about it. connection because I don't think you realize. Okay, so did you watch the Kanye, the first doc, part of the documentary? If you I didn't, it's fine. Yet. I think... I think it's been hard because of his whole thing he was doing with the yeah. skeet stuff. Like, I just, it's really hard for me to separate it's how totally fine. I get with him and how much I loved him before. I feel like a scorned child or something. <laughs> so. It's totally fine. But I wanted to bring up, there's this part where he, he, sorry, the bird just flew by. But there's this part where his, this producer, Doug Infinite, and Doug actually follows, well, I know him from San Francisco. I found out, I looked at his followers, he follows you, probably because oh. of our connection. But Doug, Doug he, had, he had told me that he knew Kanye from Chicago, so I was like, oh, cool. Oh, My yeah, I saw that picture of him when he was a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've known Doug for like, oh my God, I met Doug when I was like 24, something crazy like that, maybe 23. And he's cool as fuck. I'm here to tell all you, don't listen to Kanye. No. Um, so obviously this is old footage, it's like from 2002. So long story short, they go to this conference for all the producers in Chicago. Doug's there because Doug uh, knew his mom and he's like, yeah, I taught him how to produce that. It's a real good time. Cut to later in the day. 
uh, Kanye finds out that Doug made a diss track about him. And Doug was on the radio talking about it. Of course, being Kanye, being Kanye, confronts him. This is all on camera. And he's like, what the fuck? And Doug was like, well, you did this interview with XXL and you didn't get me any credit. And he's like, well, I did the interview and they just cut that part out. So you make a diss track. So here's the part. I understand where Kanye is coming from. Although I do I believe that XXL just conveniently cut out one name out of the millions you said? No, I do not believe that. But the internet was like, like, what is rap if you're not making a diss track, right? <laughs> like Kanye disses every if he like sneeze in his direction, he's well, like, Well, that was my apologize point. to me tomorrow or I'm quitting Coachella. But yeah, like, yeah. Someone can't make a diss track about you. So long story short, they made up and I like Doug went on to work with him and like Doug's still cool with no ID. But the like Twitter, of course, and Instagram like dragging Doug, which I was furious about. Like fuck! I mean, it took. I made a tweet, but I wanted to go like in, in. But my point is, like, everyone was mad at Doug for something he did in two thousand two. Yeah, he's a teenager. Like, he's the same age as us. Like, he was like, he's older. He's a little older. (laughs) Close (laughs) enough. Close enough. Like two thousand two. But two thousand two, he probably was like twenty one or something. Yeah. No, not sixteen. We were sixteen in two thousand two. In 2002, I was, like, legit, like, 15. So he probably was, oh, like, yeah, yeah, you're 25. Right, you're right. But still young. Like, he's pretty young. Yeah. He's, like, 25. But even Doug was young. But my point is, you're mad at something Doug did in 2002 that happened to be on video. Kanye just did this to Big Sean in December. <laughs> he just did this to Big Sean. Saw Big Sean. Drake? Two- like, now he's cool with Drake again? I'm like, how many things did you say about fucking Drake? Yeah. So I just feel like yeah, Kanye... Like Kanye stands really need to like take a a beat. You know, you'll never find me becoming a Swifty, but it's like ever they're just becoming like a different version of the same beast. Oh my god, the Barb's, the Barb's, (laughs) and the Swifties, and blah blah blah. What's Cardi Barty Gang? I guess Barty Gang. It's like. Yeah, and I'm not saying this as a hater. I'm saying this. As Natalie and I were the most annoying Kanye fans for like the longest time. Right. Defend them to the the That's how let's to the literally world. like how like obviously we both love reality TV and pop culture and that's where we align. But like I didn't get as nearly into the Kardashians until Kanye came along as I was before. Like to oh, me hundred percent. Before like I watched their show from day one, but it was just because it was Same. I watched every reality show. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like it shifted when Kanye started exactly. involving himself. That's where obsessed with Kanye. Nori's Black Book was born yeah. mostly because of Kanye, and so and I listened to Kanye like, and I I'm sure we said this at some point in the podcast. He did a song with Dilated Peoples, and mm-hmm. they were on Direct Effect on MTV. Mm-hmm. And I love Dilated Peoples because I'd seen them. Uh, at Cal Poly. Is that the one that goes this morning? I jumped up feeling yeah. Okay. And he, so he, and then right around the same time he had done Through the Wire and then Jesus Walks is coming out or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So I remembered I used to watch Direct Effect because I liked basically not white people music more than like, right, right. the only show that <laughs> shows like not white people music right so i didn't get bet in trucky so like he was featured on that song and dilated peoples was like talking about how he's like up and coming and he produced the blueprint and blah 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 and that's when i was like oh that's so cool like i love yeah. that and i got super into him and then it was like 
So when the Kardashians came along and infiltrated with him, I was like, that's so weird. I would have never imagined this. Yeah. Life. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just talked about it. Like, I was like, what are you talking? Like, he was on the show. You know, we went and visited the little New York boutique. But, like, when he was, like, actually, like, with Kim and then the baby, I was like, what the fuck is and happening? And then they show up at my fucking job. job. Like, I, wor- I worked at the ballpark and one of the grounds crew, like, texted me he's like I'm not supposed to tell anybody but like I have to tell somebody like this is fucking nuts like they're coming in here and it was like Kim's birthday and I was like I'm telling you something's happening like it's gonna go down you went to that yeah you found that the next day he performed in San Jose I went to that concert I mean we feel like we tell the story every episode but and I was unemployed as hell. And not like how I'm unemployed now with like a little bit of money. Like, I mean, un- I bought a knockoff Yeezy shirt outside the concert. That's I how bought fun. the actual one for $70 and it was Oh, paid. no, bitch. I bought one for like, like 15 It was stupid. And like, and then when the episode aired, it was mm-hmm. like in the underground of like the, the club level or whatever. Yeah. And like these season ticket holders that I saw every single game that I worked. Literally, I was like always assigned their section. And... He, the guy's like a museum curator or something in, in San Francisco is like on the TV screen. <laughs> I'm like, what? This was nuts. And then like my cousin worked at glue for the video game. Like it was way too many like parallels. I was like, ah. Yes. Um, I remember like when I, when I used to work with Doug and Kanye would come to town, he'd be like, do you want to go? And I'm like. I don't know. And he's like, well, I need to know because I just don't want to use a favor, which I'm, I'm like that too. I don't ask a favor for people that, but like Doug and his wife, they used to give me tickets to like Rock the Bells and shit. Like cause, uh, his wife used to be Commons A&R. Like they're real fucking connected. So it was, it's really nice being their friend. Um, but my, I say all that to say, if you do watch it, or if you did watch it, please don't judge Doug off that one snippet from 2000 fucking two. And that shit, like Kathleen was saying, that's kind of like rap game, right? You just do a diss record. Yeah, he probably should have talked to him about it. But again, everyone makes that mistake. Kanye makes that mistake almost every other fucking day. Look at him and fucking Kid Cudi. Like, like, Kanye doesn't lie, per se. People love to bring that up. But he's impulsive, and he's always driven by anger. Yeah, it's the way. The trip in the shoulder. So it's like... You have to understand, like, even if someone's saying something shitty about another person, their motivation is because they're pissed this person did something to them. That's different than if they're just like, mm, you might want to know this, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, that's what I just wanted to, you know, put on for my, my man, let's Doug. Let's clear Doug's name. Doug, let's clear Doug's name. Doug Infinite Forever. Uh, yeah, but, I follow him. I it, m- it must have been, yeah. I'm sure you told me about him a long time ago. Yeah. Because um, I was like, oh, D-. yeah, I'll tell the story. So it's funny because like, I know like we have a lot of friend, whatever, and a group chat got started. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, do you, do you guys watch it? Like, it was just weird. Like, please don't put him in this group chat. Like, he's already like over there having, I mean, you have to put yourself in Doug's shoes. Like, Kanye, he's like, Arguably right now the most famous person, let's just say in America. Let's just even, we could probably say America and Europe. He puts a documentary out at the height of attention. Because remember, he's been like spamming Instagram. And in this documentary, you come across as a hater. He does. That's the way it's edited. That's the way he looks. You look like a hater. And now like hella people like hate you or at least are looking at you sideways. Honestly, I think it's scary. I, exactly. I'd be fucking terrified. I'd be like, what? I'd be, the fuck? I'd be afraid some like 
weird fan that like spent a thousand dollars on Yeezys is gonna be like outside my apartment with like a knife or something. Like, and that's realistic. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, sorry. If, <laughs> if someone posts, if someone recorded one of my like mistakes or missteps in 2002 and then ran it on Netflix in 2022, oh. I'd be mortified. And Kanye loves to wear his badge of like, everyone hates me, everyone's trying to cancel me. I interrupted Taylor Swift or whatever. But he he's right in thinking that he gets vilified a lot, mostly by his own doing. Yeah. But he's he also has this untouchable factor to him. Like where nobody else can do are it. Just soaps. There's a a cloud around him at all times mm-hmm. that is so obsessed with him. Yeah. Yeah. And this like genius thing where he's a genius, so like <laughs> Like <laughs> he's keeps he's gotten forgiven so many times. Like how many yeah. vendors in investors went behind this Donda two? Donda one was a garbage fire. Donda two also seems to be somewhat of a garbage fire. Yeah, I heard the sound wasn't right. Obviously, I didn't yeah. watch it. It's not done yet. It's not yeah. even released on this stupid two hundred dollar stem player. Like that's why it's so frustrating that he loves to have this chip in his shoulder about like cancel culture. And I'm friends with Marilyn Manson and Bill Cosby is innocent. Free Bill. <laughs> Whatever. It's like, he has this weird. Oh, Bill Cosby innocent. Like, That's what yeah. He, he has this obsession with being like the hated one. And it's like, well, you are in theory, but you're not the irritating. Yeah, That's yeah. why I love that. He posted the soldier boy. Shut up. Idiot. <laughs> Or, uh, Kid Cudi's like you're a dinosaur like that's what people need to do it's like you don't suck Kanye like no one's trying to cancel you like we wish we could cancel you for like five minutes so we can take a nap but you have plenty of people backing you up yeah Gap gave you like their entire business they were like getting ready to file bankruptcy can we talk about that for a second because I do have that on my list so the Gap Yeezy whatever preview sneak peek drop today which two surprising things for me the clothes are very like winter uh driven like these aren't springtime clothes they're not summer straight up from the hardware store yeah it's very hard rigid dark colors and balenciaga is involved i don't understand that at all well Um, and then also uh they got called out already it's been like 20 minutes (laughs) And they got called out already uh, by that fashion blogger I told the pod about a couple weeks ago. I always say his name wrong. It's Luis, Louis, something with a P. I hate that I follow people and I don't know how to say their name. Oh, I'm like that all the time. (laughs) Um, But he posted, I think it was like Paradis or something was the brand. But they came out basically with the exact same line. In 2017, Uh-oh. like same colors, the same graphic on the back, it's like an oh, eagle, no. like literally, and it's just it's embarrassing and weird. And like that's when you have to think, like, how did Balenciaga get involved? They probably just like signed something so they get a cut. Yeah, because which Gap to me says like, the price point is going to be pretty fucking yeah, ridiculous. Gap is, no offense to Gap, or all offense because right. They were, Racially, all shade, all tea, and sensitive yeah. to Natalie. Uh, but they're fast fashion. At the end of the day, like they can produ- produce this stuff, and they have the awareness of Kanye. And then 
the edginess of Balenciaga. They just, like, attach some names to it. And then here's a smaller designer that's been out since 2017 with, like, the exact same thing. It's so lazy. It's, like, yeah. at least your ugly blue jacket from the thrift store was, like, nondescript. But it's, like, if you use the exact same colors, same font, same graphic, like, yeah. the people have the internet. But they just don't <laughs> care. They know that they'll be able to – that person will sue. They'll give them a bunch of money. Settlement, and yeah. Right. I think, and too – And that's so fucked up. Like, I think, boring. too, it's interesting. We don't have a real release date. It's weird how they just released the coat and then kind of, like, went away. So, to me, again, we don't want to defend Gap. But I feel like Gap is probably – this has probably been the biggest fucking headache oh, they've had I'm to deal sure with. I'm sure they were like, I need something <laughs> now. Right. So my junior designer was like, here's a small enough, like, design house. I think I can rip them off. And, like, right. we can get it made in, like, a day like Fashion Nova does. Right. And <laughs> – I will just hope for settling. Right. Because it's like. Because they, I, could you imagine trying to have design meetings with Connie? No. I'm sure they don't even happen. They're like, can we get a date? Can we get a, they a probably sock? Te- they probably texted like a JPEG, like screenshot of this other brand, but mm-hmm. like cut out their name. <laughs> so and we're done. Kanye <laughs> on text at like 3 a.m. yesterday and we're like, hey, what do you think of this? And he's like, yes, actually, I'm tagging or whatever looping in demna or whatever the fucking creative director is from balenciaga and they're like yes ship it like yeah because it just doesn't make sense that balenciaga is involved now it doesn't make sense we don't have a date the clothes don't fit the season that it would eventually be released for it's kind of like how kylie swim came out like at the end of summer and people were like what am i supposed to do with this yeah um, it's like lazy like stamping like very like, interesting let's get our money like stamp 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 like the Bobby Shmurda or whatever free movement thing where the – what was that? Was it Bobby Shmurda? I can't remember now. Where the the merch was like $300. Oh, no. <laughs> free <laughs> Mish. Uh, big oh, Mish. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I'm clearly an idiot. Free Bobby Shmurda. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> well, I, was like, I remember that being a movement at some it point. It was. But yeah, that merch was that we don't know what it went to. We're like, what the what was No one mentioned it since. It's like, oh. It just like went on his commissary. Well, we just put it on the books. Put it on Misha's books. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Gap, you know, obviously we know Natalie has some history there. Right. I'm like, I know some people that oh. know some people. That was a Hail Mary. Like, they yeah. were in a bad place, and they're like, let's just bank it all on Kanye. And, yeah, like. And that was, I like, late think- two years ago at most that they announced this. This has been a long fucking yeah, time. Yeah, I really on. think that they were just like, fuck, this <laughs> man is driving us nuts. We have to send stuff to our manufacturers. We have budgets. Like, we have stakeholders we have to give numbers to. Yeah. Like. And literally, I guarantee, like, some, like, junior designer that was, like, panicking and thought their life was going to get ruined. Or maybe just, like, some high-up mucky muck who's, like, just rip someone off. Like, let's just go. Let's, like, we just need put something. something out. We need, we need something. something. <laughs> just, like, carbon copy. Like, I'm a graphic designer. I said this about Kendall's uh, tequila, too, because it's the same thing. Oh, they, let's get into that, bitch. They use the same distillery. And they have... Now, granted, the Austin company is smaller, but that's what they do. They pick companies that they know they can, like, just yeah. say, like, oh, get, forget about it. Like, 
oh, you'll get pressed from us. Here's a settlement. So they announced, oh, by the way, just to refresh everyone's memory, this got announced in 2020. It got announced in 2020, actually, June 26, 2020. And they were supposed to start selling it on men, women, kids, and Gap stores on the website starting in 2021. And this was supposed to be a 10-year deal. Nothing has happened. And that was June 2020. Yeah. And, like, they could blame COVID. But, like, online sales, especially of, like, big, ugly sweatshirts, is probably, like, the perfect opportunity if everyone's sitting at home and doing nothing. Ten-year so. deal. There's eight more years of this shit. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> nothing like, happening. They haven't sold a goddamn thing. I mean, you know, we could list all the things that people have stolen in this family. But particularly that Kindle tequila was recent. So that's like a perfect example of like what this, what people in power and this family is the most notorious can do. It's like the tequila brand that's like suing Kendall, the, like the typeface is the same. Like that's, I'm sorry, as a designer, like, yes, there's trends and stuff, but like Kendall's not a tequila brand. She's just like a random person who decided to make tequila and their tequila gets made at the same distillery. So it's, she's, so Kathleen's referring to this tequila brand. So not only what Kathleen's saying, the typeface is the same. The tequila is also called, same color too. And it's called 512, which is the area code code of Austin, Texas. That's a very specific idea on how to brand. Caitlin, what's her name? Kendall's is 818. Um, it almost makes me think that they're not like I go back and forth depending on how conspiracy theory I feel at any given time. Whether they're just really fucking lazy and arrogant, which is probably possible. But then also I think they know that if they get called out for copying, their diehard stands will be like, whatever. And like they're going to get pressed from it. Anyways, and they can tell the smaller brand, hey, you're getting press now from it and we'll settle. So it's almost like they bake that in. Like they're like, who can we steal from today? Because then it's like fast tracks their brand. Uh, Kim's getting sued too with this because she promoted it during Kim Kardashian Hollywood or whatever that game is that I didn't even know people are still playing. Um, to Kathleen's point, I also watched this YouTube video that made a good point that Chris makes all the deals. So there's a part of me that feel like the girls might not even fucking know these oh, things yeah. exist. Not to say Chris knows. Like I don't think yeah. cares. Kylie doesn't care. Even Chris, she's like, I don't care. Some I was going to say, care. I'm not saying Chris knows, but I feel like they're not as involved. And to yeah. Kathleen's point, she always makes, they just kind of slap their name on stuff. And then it comes back to bite them when someone's like, oh, hey, I've made that for 10 years. And I'm this small company. Because yeah. remember Chloe's, Good American got sued because of the bedazzled bodysuit that they actually sent to Good American and they ripped off and they had to settle out of court as well. Well, and it's frustrating too, because I don't know, I haven't researched the, I think it's 512 or something is the tequila out of Austin. Yes. I haven't researched them, but I'm assuming I just like not to be presumptive, but like I'm assuming they're one, not some wealthy, like, billionaire family but also there's a good chance they're not white <laughs> you know it's like right, 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 right. And, and like they're using this agave farm that's in Mexico and so it's like 
they're always preying on someone that's like doesn't have the same like opportunity. The brand that Chloe literally ordered pieces from and then remade them. It's a black woman. Yeah. Like, it's always the same fucking thing with this family. It's like, why can't they just figure this out? And like, uh, and then you see Kanye doing it. It's like, and he's like doing this whole like, down, I'm fighting back against capitalism. Like, you stealing another design house's entire lineup, selling it on Gap, and then tacking on Balenciaga as just like a clout name at the last minute is like everything that is capitalism. <laughs> like, it's so irritating that he says shit like that. What's funny too is this company, 512, when 818 dropped, they were like on top of it. Like from day one, they've been like, bitch, what? This looks a lot like our yeah. shit. Like, and they they like go with it. And I commend them for that. They're like, yeah, fucking assholes. Like you stole our <laughs> shit. So whatever, like get to know us. <laughs> but like, like you said, as a graphic designer, it's hard to come up with original ideas these days. It, it just is. And like fonts get released and like, you don't realize stuff like peripherallys like getting into your brain as far as like colors and, and typefaces and stuff. But it's like, what the fuck does Kendall know about tequila? This tequila brand has been out for a while now. And like this, the concept of using an airy color, it's just like, they're so lazy about it. It's almost embarrassing. It's like, you're going to rip someone off, at least like try a little harder. But that's when I like go back to the conspiracy theory that maybe they do it on purpose. Cause it, gets more traction that way so the owner of this tequila brand is definitely white but i will say he's like been around forever so he's not fucking around <laughs> like yeah. i stood on his page and he's like oh my god he's been i guess he was madonna's cd executive producer like so he has history in the entertainment business yeah. so yeah he's not fucking around with these people well and i have a feeling too um you know, I've said before, you know, like you were bringing up the, the there's like companies that like go to these celebrities and sort of like pitch mm-hmm. them ideas. It's mm-hmm. sometimes the celebrities do it the other way. But like, I think the Kardashians are really lazy now because they have a lot of weight to throw around. So it could have been something where like someone who is involved with, and this happens in the tech industry all, all the time. So maybe someone who's involved with 512 left or like worked with them tangentially uh, as a vendor or, you know, they have the same distillery, literally, which is like, hello, it's right there. So maybe someone came to them and was like, hey, you know, Kendall could really get into the celebrity alcohol game. It's like popping yeah. off. Yeah. And I think and they too, just don't care or they want it. They want the controversy. I don't know. They just, I mean, I think we made this point. Well, I've made this point plain. They can't really do anything else but be personalities and like, advertisement women you get what I'm trying to say like promote things so I think that's what what lends to like companies pitching like even good American they're just they're not even sole owners of like good American safely and skims like it's other people being like oh I've got this thing like I I doubt Chloe's over there like you know what the next jean should be she's probably they're probably like look we made these jeans put them on your Instagram girl and we bought them from this manufacturer that's already been came for six other brands so the margin's really low because we've been able to produce a lot and you're going to be able to market up higher because you have a name attached to it and this huge platform so the risk is very low for them like Kendall cosmetics is the same thing Kylie doesn't own that 
And she's... And they used the same manufacturing as, uh, what was the color... Color pop? Color pop? Yeah, color yeah. pop. Yeah, and it's even in when they bought, you know, when she sold it. I'm using air quotes because I really don't know what <laughs> happened there. Yeah. It was like, you will yeah. stay on as like promoting it on social media. Like that is your new role. You're just promoting it. Because they can ha- charge, in yeah. theory, this is in their mindset. I don't know if it's panning out, but. Poosh is the same shit. All Poosh does is put these expensive ass products on their website or Instagram that they're probably getting paid to put. And it's, yeah, that's that. And Um, that's like, Poosh is like behind the times. Like the paid (laughs) blog content is like (laughs) the oldest in the book. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know who's reading Poosh, to be honest. Um, So continue with, I think it's so funny how I said the Kardashians need a win. And every week we come here with all these L's. (laughs) Uh, to keep on the trend with the L's, Rob Kardashian had to drop his lawsuit against Black China. And I was going to list all these reasons why, but basically, I'm going to read the both statements on like why they dropped it. So we talked about the leaked text. That's a big reason on why he had to drop it because he's in there saying the N-word, talking about Mexicans and basically threatening <laughs> her. Also, we said last week that all those bitches were going to have to come and testify, including Thickums, a.k.a. Corey Gamble. Can't lie under oath because you'll go to fucking jail. Um, <laughs> also, they had to talk about Ty- they had to talk about Tyga and Kylie. Nobody wants to fucking talk about that. Like I said last week, you're going to have to go up there. And if you think Black China's lawyer was not going to bring up the underage, inappropriate relationship between Tyga and Kylie, while... Tyga and Black China were together, and Black China has this child, and you were fucking crazy. Well, I I can't remember if we revisited this because it got so messy there for a second we stopped doing the pod. But at one point, Black China's lawyer was Gloria Allred's daughter, mm-hmm. who's kind of her own messy version of herself. So it was like, Black China doesn't have some, like, random court-appointed lawyer. Like, yeah. she had, like, a solid legal team behind her that knew exactly what they are doing. And as soon as I saw that it was dropped, I was like, oh, yeah, they're fucking scared. And it was, like, funny because they do their whole, like, spin that is so outdated. They were yeah. like, Rob loves his daughter. <laughs> and just having this drawn out with the mother of his child in the court – and in public record was not worth it. Like, um, I'll sir. Read, I'll read the statement. But to Kathleen's <laughs> point, this this shit's been going on since 2017. Years. <laughs> and now sure. it's like, you know what? I've got a kid. I can't be doing this. And they were supposed to, literally supposed to go to trial. Like in the eve of the, like the day before. He was like, ah, uh, you know what? Never mind. Um, so his child. statement. A child. <laughs> right. His statement was, my love for dream far outweighs my desire to proceed with my claims against her mother in public trial. She's dreams, mom. That's what that says to me. (laughs) Now that the court has ruled that there is sufficient evidence to warrant a jury trial on my claim for assault, for our daughter's sake, I'm dismissing the action and focusing on co-parenting, my co-parenting relationship with China. First of all, her name's Angela. I think it's weird you're using her like stage name in a statement. They want it to be searchable because they're, Right. China. Her name's Angela. 
So this is uh, her attorney, Lynn Kanani. I can't pronounce it. But basically, uh, Black China's attorney released her own statement, which is delicious. So (laughs) she goes on to say, Rob Kardashian should have thought of his daughter Dream before he filed his malicious and baseless assault and battery lawsuit. Rob has sought to use his wealth and power via this Oh, God, I can't read. So vex, vexatious, V-E-X-A-T-I-O-U-S, lawsuit. Fictitious? Vex, fictitious? Is that a word? I don't know, but she's a lawyer. She should know. <laughs> lawsuit, to, she knows best, to smear China as a mother, <coughs> excuse me, and even as a human being for more than four years. China was finally about to have her day in court at a February 23rd jury trial in Los Angeles, Superior Court, where she was prepared to prove the evidence that Rob's claim that she physically attacked and assaulted him was a malicious lie. Instead, Rob dropped his case on the eve of the trial, not because he suddenly wanted to drop the case for the sake of his daughter, quote unquote, but because he knew his assault and battery accusations against China were false. In other words, Rob's avoidance of the serious consequences of an adverse jury verdict is why he dropped his case not his supposed concern for his daughter. Uh, China will seek relief from the court to make sure that Rob cannot refile his lawsuit and to make him pay for her substantial litigation costs. Uh, I think that might've been it. So basically now, oh wait. uh, Okay, sorry. Uh, So basically China's like, bitch, you will be paying these goddamn lawyer fees for four (laughs) years she's had to pay lawyers. Four. Can you imagine? And lawyers are not cheap. They're not cheap. And everyone wants to say, I mean, I think Black China is very motivated by dark motives. <laughs> yeah, Her she's not she's mom, not coming with the she didn't come in this family with the purest intentions. The mom's, you know, Tokyo Tony is Ugh, a lot of mess. And I feel for China there. Uh but one thing that we have to give her credit for is like this family needs people that don't give a fuck mm-hmm. and call them on their bullshit. And I think China like very strategically was like, I'm going to fuck this family <laughs> because I fucked yeah. my life up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, like, and maybe it's a slut shamey thing. Like people are like, she was a gold digger, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, China has figured out ways company. to make money this entire time. She was making money before Tyga. She right. was like in all these videos and stuff. And then when she got with Rob, I think she really truly wanted to spite this family. I don't even think she yeah. wanted their money. I think she just wanted to like be a talk menace. To yeah, for sure. And uh that yeah, she's been making money just fine with like her sponsorships and her OnlyFans and stuff and like she made a rap album. Like she's figuring her shit out. She's yeah. fine. I'm not. I li- like. I. I. It bothers me that pe- people tend to like assume that a woman with a child is somehow trying to get money out of Rob, who's like literally barely had a job his entire life, and like his mom pays for his rent. And I was like, no. Like I think her issues with this family was much deeper, and she literally just was like. If you I took my you. family, I'm taking yours. Yeah, and maybe her and Robert both, like, caught up in – I said this, like, way back in the day when they first got together and they were like, what the fuck? I think they both kind of, like, 
probably trauma bonded over like how this family like ruined their lives. Yeah, because oh, Rob hasn't been like thought this out or plotted it. But I don't think she was gold digging because she could have gold digged or digged, digged, dig, dug, gold dug. She didn't have a weird moment with uh, future. But I, at the end of the day, I think China doesn't give a fuck, and she just she knows how to make money when she needs to make it, and she causes like chaos when she needs to cause it. Like, well, because she's so, already said that neither Tiger nor Rob pay child support, so. Yeah. I don't know what the gold digging well, would be there. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's what sucks. It's like if you're wealthy and you have good lawyers, you can just like keep the the legal proceedings gridlocked. Well, and in California too, I only know this because I watch Teen Mom. Uh, if you have 50-50 custody, you don't. I think you don't have to pay child support. If or if you do, it's not that much. But the custody agreement is where the child support stems from. Well, and like I believe disputing. And changing a custody agreement is really difficult and it takes mm-hmm. a really long time and it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. So people who have really good, well-paid lawyers will figure out ways to like stall and right. like cause slowdowns, you know? And so it's like, she knew how to fight fire with fire. Well, and the and fact that they were just like, ah, the charges are dropped. Well, like also because, <laughs> and also let's keep in mind, like Rob's a fuck up. Like we just gotta be honest with that. They had like her... I'm sure Chris is so tired of having to clean up his messes. It's just like, fuck, just drop the case. Um, I think what bothered me with this trial is that they were like public. And I guess these are stands and stuff. But they were so quick to believe Rob's stories now like, that's the last person over there I feel like, all these, like this twitter thread when i saw the news story that he dropped it was like that's being like a good dad and putting your child first <laughs> right. i'm like what the hell like what is 17 we've been doing this now he's like you know what dreams 10 let's just let bygones be bygones and yeah. and like there was remember that story that came out it was actually an actual statement that they used in court that dream was like twerking and talking about heroin it was like some weird wild accusation that i would not believe for a minute specifically because it came from rob's side it's like i don't trust the word you say not to say i trust china with everything but it's just like rob has such a problematic history with he has nothing to lose he has everything like he's literally like a ghost yeah and then when he reappears it's like whoa like he's a garbage fire like he's screamed terrible things with his own sisters on camera right right yeah exactly when he's wronged by women quote quote wrong and he's revenge porned every girlfriend he's ever had so it's like why wouldn't he say that whereas like black china is like she could say whatever and it's like maybe people will believe her maybe they won't like she doesn't have anything to lose so why would she you know and it's like i think she had more and she basically just said like i'm gonna put this out there that like so now um, I'm sure Rob will have to pay her legal fees. Like, I have no doubt that he'll have to pay them. Um, and I say all that to say, embezzle? Embezzle? Please, if you've never seen Black China say embezzle, her friend accused her of embezzling money, which, again, could possibly be true. But, <laughs> but her reaction was like, embezzle? Embezzle, bitch? Embezzle? What money did you embezzle? I hadn't heard it all. Embezzle. 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 What money did you embezzle? 
Oh, God. I think they still have to go to court because she's also suing them still for the Rob and China show getting canceled. Yeah. So I think that's, they're not fucking done with Miss Angela. Uh, well, and I've said before, like, that stuff is silly because it's like, mm-hmm, they broke up, like, get over it. But I think what her, again, her motivation is that, like, she wants this family to be honest about what they are. Yeah. And I'm sure that when they went into Robin China, they reassured her that, like, even if you guys break up, we'll follow the breakup or whatever. Like, I'm sure she knows more than we know. And she probably's like, I signed a contract. So, yeah, what's exactly. Going on? Like, I'm sure that she has her lawyers telling her, like, they promise you things. And even if you guys broke up, like, you know, you don't write a contract for a TV show with like the, you know, dependency that the couple stays together. No. Well, because <laughs> even a plan. I think my best example of this was um, I don't know if you remember when Evelyn and Chad Ochocinco they oh, were yeah. supposed to have like a wedding special. They filmed the whole thing, but then like he like, you know, they had that domestic violence shit, and VH Home was like, we can't show any of this. So, and they, no one sued on that. Not to say that was wrong or right, but that's but that kind of like been in the, that's something that might've been in the contract. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, it's kind of like with divorce, if adultery comes up, like yeah. voids out any alimony payments and stuff. So like, I could see VH1 going to that and being like, if the mm-hmm. couple breaks up for X, Y, and Z reasons, and that's probably why Rob and Chris and all of them were going for that's somehow- well, but I think yeah. <laughs> I think it might come up. I, I mean, I don't know shit. I'm just speculating. But I wouldn't be surprised, I guess I should say, if the fact that they had Life of Kylie just so quickly produced yeah. isn't like, oh, well, you use Life of Kylie because to replace Robin China because you needed a show. Because yeah. that show was so painfully obvious that Kylie was like doing – somebody a favor because the way Kylie didn't even want to film that shit and they made basically made Jordan film like a majority of it boring it was it was pretty bad um the last thing Kanye and Kim uh where are my notes Kanye sorry Kanye the objected to Kim's divorce plans this is really kind of hard to follow. So basically, Kim was, like, asking to get her single status. Also, I found out from a friend that's getting divorced that you need the single status to start the divorce proceedings. Obviously, it helps with taxes and stuff, but these people don't need tax breaks and da da da, da. I think you just need to declare yourself single so then you can get it started. Which, I'm not telling people not to get married, but this is a good pitch to not get married. It's so hard to get divorced. It's not the marriage that I'm, like, weary of. It's, like, getting out of the fucking marriage. Because if one party isn't, like, cooperating, much like, you know, um, Bethany and Jason, if you know them from Real Housewives of New York, it can go on forever. I think Bethany was trying to get divorced for, like, seven fucking years. So it seems like Kanye and Kim are going to have one of these long, drawn-out divorces. Um, So basically, she's trying to be able to declare single and she wanted the judge to declare it without meeting Kanye so if Kanye obviously objected to that and in new legal docs he's concerned about the custody of their children obviously and property issues so I'm gonna try to you know read and see like 
what's going on. So Kanye's lawyer, I'm reading from TMZ, Kanye's lawyers seem to be worried that Kim might remarry and move some of their assets to her separate accounts. Kanye seems agreeable to Kim becoming single status, but only if safeguards are in place so the assets remain as marital property. Kanye's lawyer said he wants three conditions, all of which his lawyer claims Kim has rejected. So here are the three conditions. If either of them dies, it's not funny, but if either of them dies, he wants to make sure any money that might be owing to either gets reimbursed by who? I don't know. Kanye wants to block Kim from transferring assets out of any trust they created. And thirdly, he wants Kim to waive their marital privilege pending a final custody decision. This is interesting. He wants to ensure any communications between the two of them can be part of the court record. He also wants to make sure if Kim remarries, she would waive any spousal privilege between her and her new husband. In other words, he wants to make sure any conversations between her and a new husband as it relates to custody would be fair game in court. Um, there is a prenup that keeps all their property separate. So it's unclear why there would be alarm on Kanye's part. So it just seems like in Kanye's, not defense, but it seems like Kanye's really trying to protect himself. Um, the conversations being recorded in court, that's more just, you know, a cover your ass situation because I'm sure he doesn't want to get into this, your word, versus my word it's better to have and Kim actually should agree to that too because who the fuck knows what he's gonna say so that's where that is but it it just feels like Kanye's like I'm about to play hardball bitch like <laughs> this isn't gonna be <laughs> like a simple thing like I have some fucking terms and conditions so um I think quite like, confusing too it's depressing too and I'm not a law expert not even mm-hmm. really. but I think what's like it's, dep- it's depressing because it's just, like, in the public realm, he's doing all this stuff. And then in this realm, it's, like, a lawyer's doing it. So it's, like, again, I think he just <coughs> – and to give him the same respect that it just said Angela deserves <laughs> for calling this family on their bullshit. Like, I do get that, but I think Connie gets so much credit for that where it's, like, you – are obsessed with them (laughs) like you keep saying you want them back like you sought out Kim to be your muse and all stuff it's like if they're that bad like what is going on here and so it's like I think he yeah to your point it's like hardball it's like he's just finding these weird little like loopholes or maybe his lawyer is just because he says to his lawyer like I want to make sure x y and z yeah and the lawyer's like this is what we can do I get I get, like, the argument that maybe he's afraid they'll be shady, but, like, what was especially weird, and again, trying to understand it from how it's being reported, which could be biased, the, it seemed like a big emphasis was on she could remarry quickly and move assets. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is she gonna fucking marry Pete Davidson? <laughs> like, I don't think so. <laughs> maybe that's, like, some shade. Like, you see how quick she got with me? <laughs> Like your you make marriage. your own money, Kanye. You both make your own money. Like maybe that's a, a statement. Like since this is my first divorce, <laughs> yeah, it just seems like a way for him to make it difficult. And at the end of the day, like I do think that this family is evil, and they probably have weird intentions. But like what he, whatever the lawyer saying, the lawyer saying to keep it going. 
and continuing to find leverage, like or by t- by by time, right? Yeah, like time okay, time and well. leverage, like his whatever the excuse is, it's like Kim's not trying to marry Pete Davidson and like liquidate your assets. Like you're fine. And I think contract with Def Jam that has nothing to do with Kim. And not from an asset point of view, from an ownership, I'm trying to just remember. I think Kim has, I know Kim has ownership in Yeezy and I think Kanye has ownership in Skims as well. So that might be something they're going to have to fucking figure out or. But knowing this family and the fact that like, Kim has been married before. Chris, you know, went through the divorce with Robert and then married Caitlyn. Like, they're not idiots. <laughs> like, yeah. they, I'm sure when they made the contract for Skims and they made the, if she, you know, when he gave her some of Yeezy stock or whatever, it's like, I'm sure everything is buttoned up. So this weird, like, scandalous sounding thing, like, she'll get married and move all of our assets out. That sounds like it's from, like, the murder show I was watching. You know, it's like... She can't do that. Like, I'm sure this family can do a lot of other fucked up weird stuff. So, yeah. like, can we just finish this divorce and, like, everybody move on with their life? Yeah, I definitely – I say it all the time. I really thought this was going to be the easiest divorce in the world. Like, I really thought they were going to play it. Like, we're still friends. We're still cool. We just don't think we should be married. Like, I just <laughs> thought that was going to happen. With both of them. It's yeah. with, And, you know, hopefully that makes people feel better. That was it. It's with both of them. They are both – strategic egomaniacs yeah they just express their ego one's really really public with it and the other's probably like behind the scenes with their shit i'm not saying one is better than the other but they're both this will be dragged out solely for the reason that their egos are pricked and whatever excuse that either of one of them throws out about like safety or the children or assets blah blah they're full of shit both of them just want to be the one to win the game and everyone is losing the game we're all losing the game the kids are losing the game the public is losing the game like it just sucks oh yeah yeah um jacques is wolf's middle name so we were right and wrong at the same time jacques is in the mix uh, I don't know why you, I guess you make it his middle name. Just make it his first name. He could have been like the third, the fourth. Jacquees, the fourth, the third. One of the Again, this weird narcissism. Wolfy Jacquees. The, the celebrity where it's like it has to be something unconventional. But at the same time, like a million kids just got named Wolf. So. Oh, yeah, I know. I know a kid named Wolf. Wolf Jacquees. Um, I have two blind items I'm going to read. The one blind item uh, is, this is from the internet. This is where I found this. Speaking of actress muse, drug addict. It was when one of her friends uh, tried to sell her designer bag and discovered it was fake that the whole house of cards began to tumble down. Obviously, this is Julia Fox <laughs> and Kanye. And Azealia Banks already said they were fake, which is hilarious. Like, I, like to, Kathleen always says, we don't think Azealia Banks is a liar, but she too has a way of... of saying things and coming across repeating things repeating. or exactly. really aggressive but i think i cackled because ozelia was like the first <laughs> one to tell julia those bags are fucking fake <laughs> well and like i don't even think i don't even know if kanye was like plotting enough to be like i'm gonna get fake bags because i don't know how long this is gonna last i don't think he even cares kanye's moving um 30 million miles a minute he probably was just like I need some bags. For the girls at this party, like tw- on the 
cab over to the party. Buy me some bags. Don't spend over this amount. Ran down to Canal Street and bought them. Like, I don't even think Kanye thought or cared if they were real or fake. He just wanted the moment. I'm not getting these hoes (laughs) real Birkins. Okay, me? Go to Canal Street. Here, take it this $100. Go to Canal Street. (laughs) Um, The next blind... The next blind is... Which clearly is about Pete and Kim. Uh, the late night actor is using so much right now that a trip to rehab is inevitable. I can't wait for the quote unquote girlfriend had no idea stories. It wouldn't shock me if she has fronted two million plus dollars in this relationship to have him be available. I don't really know what that means, uh, but that's a blind item as well. So I guess we'll like keep us speaking of rehab or something. Like yeah, I don't know. That's what they call blind. They're but barely they, photographed together, though. That's, like, my thing. Well, until they want to be, right? Uh, Scott was photographed. That was his, maybe that was his feet. Maybe his feet to, like, hold her hand. And, yeah, there's two and million. Like, hold her, her hand. In New York, was $2 million. Here's another $2 million. Kiss her. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss her! I, um, <laughs> I said early on, I, like, I just want Kim to be getting boned by someone that's not Kanye, because, like, the idea of them having sex is like so forced now, but like I wish I could believe it more with P. Yeah, we want her in a real relationship. Maybe we should have been very clear. I want her to just have sex with random people. Is that so hard to want? For I do. I want her to loosen up so bad. Like the Vogue video was so painful to watch. It's so <laughs> uptight. She's in this like white like, dress. Oh my god! So specific like my house she said my house the whole time and it's like house. kim kardashian my house. No and she made up some stupid story about how like the outside world is so chaotic and that's why she loves the minimal minimalist aesthetic it's like bitch no meanwhile Rick north hates it white and black checkered floor in the big ass staircase like minimalist is not your family's vibe it was really, it was a weird video. Love that. Like, it was so weird. I'm like, why? She always says that. She makes up these weird stories. <laughs> the best part of the video, though, I will give her this. I want to throw a bone to Kim because sometimes she's funny. <laughs> she showed the fucked up weird charcoal drawing from North. Oh, she's always throwing my baby under the, the fucking <laughs> bus. She might have been in, like, an emo Well, she had COVID and... <laughs> She might have been an emo mood. Like, I'm like, oh, this looks like she drew an exorcism. <laughs> I love when Kim does that kind of thing, but it's like, why are you doing this? Mood. Why are you wearing the poop braid? Why are you in that ugly fucking house? It was it's a strange a video. House. Like, like the- wear hot pink leather every day and like mouth kiss like some random people <laughs> on the street. Make out, make out. It like, was a weird video. Like, stop trying to spite your. You and Kanye are trying to spite each other. Stop trying to spite him. Don't do what he would have done. Do something completely different. You know what would piss him off is if you did like a trim spa commercial tomorrow. You know, it's like, fucking fuck him. Well, the video was strange because she didn't show anything. She's like, this is the basketball court. The gray cars. The gray cars. And these are the gray cars. And this is Mark's baby book. I'm like, what was the reason for this video, Vogue? You didn't have to do this. I'd rather see the kitchen. I want more of that fucking And I feel like that, and then we are, you know, we already forgot about it because of this fucking hellscape of a news cycle. We we talked about it, I don't know, week before last with her Vogue 
issue that no one cared about when they could have been talking about Andrew Tolly. It's like, why did that happen? But I, I literally think, again, it was her trying to spite Kanye. It's like no one was asking for a Vogue cover story from Kim Kardashian at this month. Who's not even divorced. Like, I mean, I get it when she's divorced and you can be like, finally, you know, I put this behind me. Like, wait, Next chapter. Thinking, but it's like he had just done his whole thing with Julia and interview Mag and all this stuff. And so it was like strategic. And it's like, this is fucking boring. The interview was boring. It was a repeat. And it was like, why? Like, yeah, what? it was just like when that video came out, Please. I was like, so you have a gray basketball court. And oh, the vest is like, I wait, let me do my Kim voice. <clears throat> I am such a car girl. You are? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And I'm such all a gray. Car girl. Why are they all gray? Yeah, I wanted them gray to match the house. Whatever stupid, like, hints that Tracy has been sending to people about (laughs) how you need someone normal like Pete Davidson, I want you to post some grainy iPhone pictures or even better Android pictures from Staten Island's finest pizzeria or his mom's basement. Like, if you're going to pitch us that stupid fake story, like – yeah you guys need to be she needs to be in some more instagram stories like that hulu show is going to be the full of shit i don't care like they will care less than e if you tell the truth like they are streaming yeah you need to get in some instagram stories don't care like e's on cable they need content well i think i think paparazzi pictures is child's play in 2022 like That's staged. You that's paid that play. person. You paid the backward person to be there. You have negotiations with every outlet. Like you can post this, you can't post that, or I'll give you this story, you give you that. Story. It's like, and Hulu is literally a, a a paid streaming subscription. So it's like they don't care. They're just gonna make a show and put it on, and people might watch it. Like they like E needed you to show more shit. Like, like Kim, mm-hmm. to make this believable, you got to put Pete in your stories. We got to see a little bit more, like, candid shit. That's just stupid. I'm I get bored. it. Pete's not on Instagram. He just deleted it again, so he can't <laughs> really help you. But it's not believable when we just it's have. mess, girl. Yeah. Get your hair out of that goddamn high ponytail. It's time to I slut it up. <laughs> it's time to get slutty. I'm you know, sorry. They shat on Courtney for however many seasons for being the uptight one and now Courtney's the one who's like doing her weird shit with Travis yeah and like getting Benny to do her like push conference and stuff like making a joke of herself it's like Kim come on come on Kim it's time to kick it up but I will say things she could do that are so much easier to do in the moment you need to be in the moment Kim you know what though Kim got introduced to us as the boring one. I have to remind she everyone wasn't that. wasn't blanket. Yeah. You have to because people, I mean, even me, I'm like, why is she so, ugh? but I'm like, oh, that's right. You came on the scene as the boring one. That's why I, Chloe and Courtney were such a breakout duo. I would appreciate more if she was the one doing cloud pictures and Tumblr quotes, like Chloe. If that was Kim's thing, just like own it. But instead she's like doing like middle fingers with my leather glove. <laughs> In the pool. Six weeks ago. <laughs> Like wet hair, no. <laughs> and Chloe was supposed to be the fun one, and she's yeah. posting clouds and like Tumblr quotes. It's like, ugh. and we haven't seen Chloe really in decades. Where does she go? Like, where where has she been? Malika? I mean, I don't know. The show will be. She doesn't come out till April, so we still have a bit of a wait. 
Um, I think that's all the tasks. Literally every topic I have written down, which was a lot, which I didn't think <laughs> was a lot. Um, we have, it's time to do some Tyra mail. Okay, we have one Tyra mail, which is great. We were on the topic of Pete. I think you scared people into not emailing us. That's probably my fault. I know. I didn't mean, like, don't email. I just meant, like, like sometimes some... people would send emails that would be, like, really long and have, like, a lot of ten questions in it. Like, and it was just, it would end up, especially once we get to the actual show starting, sometimes it was hard to answer all the questions. Yeah, so, that's all I meant. It's, like, limit to one topic. Send us emails, but just pick us, pick one question or send them as separate questions and then we'll answer them as we get to them. Yeah, but send your shit in. It's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and and mostly when I said that, I was just like fucking. Tra- I'm seeing the trauma <laughs> I had been yeah, through. We're the trying first to get ourselves. Around. You're trying to get ourselves fired up for the. Yeah, I was thinking, well, <laughs> right. I didn't want to be as traumatized as I was last go around, last season. I should say. Um, okay, so this one is why Lauren Michaels loves Pete. Hi, listening to the pod now, and I just want to throw in my two cents as to why Pete is Lauren's favorite. Uh, Lauren Michaels is the, like, whatever of Saturday Night Live. I think it has to do with (laughs) 9-11. It's not funny, Natalie, but I just think... I mean, Pete likes to make it a joke, so whatever. It's just funny that that's the reason. But anyway, I think it has to do with 9-11. Like, as we know, Pete's dad died on 9-11. He actually died in 9-11. He was a firefighter. And Lauren thinks of himself as the man who brought laughter back to New York after 9-11 when Saturday Night Live did their first show back, etc. It was a whole thing at the time. And when Pete started stand-up as a pretty young kid, he was kind of fathered by all the comics at the New York clubs, etc. And I think Lauren thinks of Pete as the ultimate New York comedy mascot. And he loves him as a symbol of that. I'm not even saying Pete isn't funny or anything, but I think the reason Pete stays on the cast, even if he's only in like one sketch a month or something, is all based on how Lauren considers him the son of SNL and the symbol of New York surviving 9-11. I think that is a very great take. Yeah. When I said last week, I should have Wikipedia it. Maybe I could do that now. I'm like, does Lauren have kids? Because I feel like she <laughs> definitely has like... Uh, you know affection for Pete as if he's like his long lost son or something he does have three kids he has um, three but you know like son in an, son in business son in entertainment yeah, exactly. yeah. Like a, well in a career like and you said this like he wants to like build him up to be like the new Adam Sandler the new Chris Farley or whatever yeah um so I totally get that and I think I I wouldn't know I'm Californian Natalie and are both Californian but like we can recognize as outsiders that New York, especially as a place of comedy, has like a very specific like scene. Mm-hmm, and yeah, so I could see it totally. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think that too. And then coupled with Pete's date, public dating life, it's very good for the show in some weird way. Uh, it it well, brings and the relevancy. Day, it's like an older dude. A works in television like he might be always a little bit like delusional and in the bubble of like his world so <laughs> if he thinks P is the funniest guy he's ever seen like it's his world well and also Kanye did target Lauren Michaels as well in one of his like posts tag the right person <laughs> never tags the right person from Disney did not tag the right person 
and I think he did like two others where he didn't tag the right person. Yeah. So. But he like, he, I mean, like, again, Trump doesn't like Lauren Michaels either. So it's another thing. They have in he her and they still let him like go on the friggin' show. Like. Yeah. So I just think, yeah, it's, a, I, I definitely think Pete's dating is so oddly does something for the show that Lauren Michaels likes. Well, and, you know, to give SNL credit, like the whole point of that show is to be like a breast of like pop culture oh, events and like provide criticism and observation of like pop culture. So yeah. yeah, I'm sure Lauren Michaels loves that shit. Loves it. Oh, we're so relevant. Pete's dating Kim. Collins married to that Asian girl, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> woman of color. Scarlett that, that beautiful woman of color. God, that's, see, and this is why I think people should know, like, even if Pete pretends to be, like, this boring man from his mom's basement in Staten Island, he has had handlers since he was very young because he's always been under this umbrella of Lauren Michaels. Like, NBC is a huge network and it's old school, like, old, old school. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Rich people with lots of lawyers. That's yeah. media is like one of the oldest, most like curmudgeony, fruddy, whatever the word is. I remember Dumois, who's also like in bed with all of the New York scene, was like, oh, this super A-list couple, they're really hot and they're having a baby. It was like stressed out for like three weeks and it was like Colin Joseph and Scarlett Johansson. I'm like, Everyone knew they were having a baby, and also zero people cared. An A-list? Oh, I remember. Do you remember that one headline? I don't know the publication, but they were like, like it was like Hollywood royalty gives yeah, birth to like, the. Oh yeah, royalty. Yeah, and she fucking sued Disney or like Netflix or whatever because she didn't think they advertised Black Widow enough. It's like, no, you fucking suck at acting. We just like, don't want to see you, girl. Jeremy Renner got your own franchises. <laughs> like <laughs> She's just started a skincare company, Scarlett Johansson, and I saw this tweet that said, finally, something for women of color. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. She's fine. Like, she's whatever. I don't care. Like, she's just boring. And, like, Colin Jost, like, no one cares. Colin Jost isn't even, like, the hot nerd. He's just oh, a nerd. Like, he's not a oh, hot nerd. Royalty. <laughs> royalty was the word. Not, like, oh, this, like, you know, and actor couple. Meanwhile, royalty. Meanwhile, Colin Jost doesn't I even do movies. That. I think Colin Joseph has been in, like, what, one or two movies, if that, maybe. He's, like, a writer and just we can update. Which is fine. I'm not – I'd take that life. I would take that life. But But I just wouldn't consider him royalty. My boy, Bill Hader, is, like, out here killing it, and he gets, like, forgotten about. Oh, no, but everyone's like, Bill? Like, he's on the – to me, he's on the level of, like, Will Ferrell. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. He's hilarious. He had a movie that was actually funny with LeBron James and like Barry. Oh, uh, the train wreck. Yeah, train wreck. Yeah. Barry is like fucking hilarious, and he's not just in that show; he created that show. See what I mean? And I mean, no shit. I don't want to. I'm not shitting on Colin Jost, but I'm just like the he's comparison. There. Just there, like he's Hollywood royalty because he's to Scarlett Johansson. Mediocre. People only think she's hot because she was, like, there and had big boobs. Like, she's not good at acting. She's another woman. I think I brought it before. She's another woman they used to call curvy, and I'd be like, I don't. You just have boobs. Because she has boobs. (laughs) 
Or when they used to, oh, you remember, sorry, we're getting so off topic, but this reminds me when Amy Schumer used to get pissed when, like, publication, she used to call her plus size. I'm just a person. I'm just here. Like, I got plus size. I'm a size eight. <laughs> like, it's oh, fine. The, dude, apparently, it's a thing to just call re- women that aren't stick figures curvy. <laughs> yeah. And then, meanwhile, like I said earlier, it was a black woman, and suddenly it's like, oh, oh. then it's sec- it's Meg the Stallion. Oh. I'm like, oh my God, like, put some clothes on. Crest. Put some clothes on. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it for this episode. That's all I have. I don't really have any. I think we should start keeping tallies of when I have to pee because. Yeah. I did it again today. You did dip out for a second. Natalie held it down. So that we should have like a, maybe like a bet going each week. Like what's the minute mark I will make it. Yeah. And I finished a whole cold brew and I'm. The work from home life. Has really, I've never had a great ability to hold it. And mm-hmm. the work from home life is really, I go to the bathroom like every 20 minutes. Maybe there's I, something wrong with like my. I bladder. think we met in a bathroom. I think so, yes. I feel like we we're all, um, and, and it's one of these bathrooms that only have one toilet. You know how girls just bar, all go in. I think it was that bar that had like two stories and was on the corner of Polk and something. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. It's a different bar now. Oh, but yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, we're drunk in a bathroom. It's like one of those things when it only has I one came toilet. From the Giants game, and I was really sunburned. And you guys have been drinking like for several Ooh. hours. Yeah, good times great. that I vaguely remember. And I'm like, we've yeah, like, I was the only in my in your defense. The only reason I remember that night so well is because I was coming from the Giants game working, so I was sober. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I was not. I was like, oh god. That, yeah. yeah you was... guys were doing a bar crawl with our yes. our mutual Kelsey. So I got there, and it was probably by that point like eight o'clock, and so oh, it's shit. been a few hours of the bar crawl. So I think it's one of those good nights that like Kelsey ended up crying at the end. That's how you know it's a good yeah. night. Like it's one of your girlfriends. Skirt. I remember this whole like the whole outfit like planning before the day, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, it was great a great, night. great night. If someone, on and into me. if someone cries at the end of the night, it's, I think it's it's a sign of a good night. Exactly. I've exactly. cried one time. I had a, a bachelorette party in Hawaii, and I ended up crying because I was so drunk. Like, I cry when I just feel like, I don't want to oh. be drunk anymore. I, I'm the worst <laughs> drunk crier. I'm a sober crier. So, like, I took <laughs> – I was like, ah <laughs> – Get me yeah. out of here. <laughs> I cry when I don't want to be drunk. I don't want yeah. this life anymore. There, yeah. there was a time where I was, it was snowing like a lot outside. Mm-hmm. I'd been at a work event and we were supposed to have dinner and the dinner like didn't come because of this blizzard. So there mm-hmm. was like a cheese tray for like a hundred people, but the alcohol got there. So there was like an unlimited amount Ooh. of drink. Drunk on empty stomach and is a whole nother type of My friend was dating her now husband and father of her child. And wanted to like meet up with them, and I was like, I don't know, I feel like I'm like way too drunk. And they made us take shots, and I was just like so embarrassed for my life. I fell asleep on this like stage at the bar. They thought I was gonna throw up, so they're like, she needs to go home. It was like a blizzard outside, and I like dressed nice because I was at a work event. Threw myself in a snowbank, and was like, leave me here to die. <laughs> Like his very Luann of you. And my friend's husband, who I knew as a kid, but he's like a grown man now, is like holding me up <laughs> so I don't 
like lay in the snowbank until my mom got there. My mom, I was in my 30s. <laughs> my mom came and got me as my silver driver. <laughs> Mrs. Lee, you gotta pick your daughter. And my mom. My mom was literally like after school, like daycare teacher. He's just like holding her up, holding me up, and I'm just like, ah, I'm here to die. I'm like covered in snow, just like sobbing hysterically. Oh, good time! I would take her to a massage after that, and we have never done it. That was a few years ago, so I think my, maybe that's a good reminder. I should take Lori to get a massage. Oh yeah, I owe you one, Lori. <laughs> this is like everybody I feel like has had that rite of passage when they move back in with their parents I didn't have it until it was like 30 plus same same and I I had a few nights like that and I was like okay mom I'm sorry I won't do that again sorry <laughs> I didn't have it that bad but my I, my mom's like, definitely like found me on the living room floor and been like yeah. Natalie wake well, up Triclette like, doesn't really have like lift yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. So I had to like learn the hard way coming back from San Francisco that like <laughs> to get back home to my parents' house was like a decent drive. Yeah. There was snow involved. You had to kind of like figure out your ride ahead of time. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, Mom, I'm really sorry. Exactly. <laughs> we all need okay. those moments in our lives. Well, hopefully you all have these moments safely this weekend. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's it. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.